Okay, good evening. Thanks for joining. So we are in the middle of Hilchah Sadaqah. We are ending Simon Reish Mem Zayin today. If you look in the tour in Reish Mem Zayin, he goes through all the different brachas a person gets, all the different milas of giving Sadaqah. Just to mention a few things, he quotes in the Rambam, a person, that if a person gives tzedakah, it's this tzedakah is not going to cause him to become poor. It, nothing bad will come from giving tzedakah. As the Pasuk says, Then he says, If someone has rachmanus on the aniyim, Hashem will have rachmanus on him. And he says that, if you look in the Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch says that a person should keep in mind that life is a galgal hachoyzer, and that even if a person currently in his current state is not an ani, he should have rachmanus on anim because someone from his family is going to end up being, being someone who's machzer al psachim, someone who's going to go collecting, and therefore he should keep that in mind and have rachmanus on the anim. The Aruch HaShulchan, when he brings this halacha down, in parentheses, he says that this is not uh, what I usually, it's not, it's not what he usually does, but in parentheses, he says that I have a Messiah that if a person collects money for other people, meaning he knows someone in his shul, in his community, who's looking for a job, who's looking for, who needs to pay his bills, if he himself goes around collecting for that person, so then that zuchus will, will uh, take, take away this, this galgal hachoyzer. So his family will not end up having to, to collect. The way Rabbi Reisman explains is that every, every mishpacha, so to say, has to go through that busha of at some point co- collecting. So if you could do that busha for collecting, by collecting for other people, so your yaitza, your, uh, your busha for that family, and that, that's another schos. Additionally, he brings down a person should not say, uh, how am I going to uh, going to lose my money by giving to the name? The moment is not yours. It's a pikadon to do what what a kaddish baruch wants with this money. Okay, that's the tour. If you look at he brings out many more inyanim. Uh, it's kedai to look at it if you have a chance. He ends off by saying that not only does it have so many milos of tzedakah. He says that Amru Chachamim Bechol Dover Asla Nasis Es Hashem By all mitzvahs or anything in life a person is not allowed to test HaKadosh Baruch Hu Chutz Mi Dover Zeh Except when it comes to Tzedakah That although you're typically not allowed to test HaKadosh Baruch Hu As the Pasuk says Lo Yisinasun Es Hashem Alekechem A person can't test Hashem However when it comes to this a person is allowed to test Hashem, as the Pasuk says, this is the Pasuk in Malachi, you're allowed to test Hashem by giving tzedakah. That's the way the Torah brings it down. He doesn't bring down any specific type of tzedakah. He simply says that after going through a list of all the milas, all the beautiful things that a person, all the schusim by giving tzedakah, not only do you get schusim, you could test Hashem. And I want to be clear, testing Hashem means, a person says, God, I'm not sure if you exist. I want to see if you're capable of paying me back. I'm going to test you. I'm going to give tzedakah, and I want to see results. Meaning it's not simply where a person's saying, I'm giving tzedakah in the schus of, uh, of getting rich, in the schus of that. A person's allowed to test, according to the Torah, you're allowed to test Hashem and say, Hashem, show me the money. I'm testing you to see if 
I'm going to see the results. That's the sheet of the Torah. Now the Prisha asks, hold on a second, there's an Isser of Loisenasenes Hashem Alikechem. It's a Gemara and Tainus, you're not allowed to test the Kaddish Baruch Hu. So what happened? There's a Pesach in Malachi, the Malachi was telling Klai Yisrael they were not giving Meiser at that point. He says, bring all the fruit Loitzer, and Hashem is going to be Eftah Lachem Arubos Min Hashemayim, Hashem is going to make it rain, right, as they say, and you're going to see a lot of bracha. So who, who gave Malachi this right to allow people to now go over Chanuni to go test HaKadosh Baruch Hu? That's the question of the Prisha. Now, not in Halacha, if you look in Malachi itself, if you look in the Sefer Malachi, the, um, the Malbim has a whole shot in what the Ovechanuni means. He differentiates between a Bechina and a Nisoyen, which is interesting because the Gemara assumes that this is called uh, testing Hashem. The Gemara actually asks, you're not allowed to test Hashem, so what's this heter? But he says that a Bechina... I'll give an example, just talking to someone in the dairy industry the other day. So in, when it comes to milk, milk is tested, right? You test the milk for fat content. Now, you're not testing it. In English, it's the same word, test and test. You're not testing it to see, what could I do with this milk? That's not a, a, an assayan, it's a bechina. It's, I assume milk is going to be 4% fat or the like. I'm simply testing to see, is this milk the typical milk? That's a bechina. An assayan someone taking this milk to a lab and he's doing something no one else ever did before with this. He wants to see, um, can milk withstand this chemical? So that, the Malbim says, is an Nisayan. So he says, when it comes to tzedakah, you're not testing Hashem in the lab to see, let me see what Hashem could do. Hashem is telling us, that this is the Metzias of tzedakah. You give tzedakah, you're going to see the money back. It's not a test of can Hashem possibly do it? It's a bechina. I want to see the nature. I want to see, is this milk typical, like the typical milk that has 4% fat? So you could test Hashem. I want to see if my giving tzedakah is like typical tzedakah, where the metzias is, that, that it comes back. The Nefesh Chaim says the same thing in Pekeovus. He, he compares tzedakah to planting that you give, but you're really getting back. Now that's not what we're going to focus on today. The Prisha still has this question, you're not allowed to test Hashem, what's this heter of Uvechanuni Nabazais? So the Prisha says, and many Achronim go with this uh, Prisha, he says, what's the concern, this is the way that Achronim explained, what's the concern of testing Hashem? Why is there an Isser of Loisenasunas Hashem Alekechem? Because let's say, whatever you want it to happen doesn't come to fruition, there's a concern he's going to be toya ala rishonis. He's going to say, oh, I did all these mitzvahs, I wrote a Sefer Torah, and I tested Hashem that this family member should have a refuah, and it didn't work. So, everything that I've done till now, he, you know, he throws his tefillin off the boat, he's done. Don't do that because loisinas and Hashem alikechem. However, when it comes to miser, let's assume giving tzedakah as well for, for this point of the conversation, there's a haftacha. The Pasuk says in Parashas Re'e, Aser to Aser, the Gemara tells us, Aser, give Maiser, Bishvil, Shatis Asher, so that you will become wealthy. So in Tzedakah, there's already a guarantee, there's a Haftacha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and if there's a Haftacha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there's no longer a risk that later on I'm going to be Toya Ala Rishonis, because it's automatically going to happen. I'm never going to have that option of being Toya Ala Rishonis, because it's a guarantee, it's a guarantee from the Chumash, from the, from the Gemara, that you're going to see the Ashiras, so there's no risk of Leisinas and Hashem Alekechem. That's the way the Prisha understands this. Okay, so you have the, the Torah and you have the Prisha. 
The, so how do we paskin in Shulchan Aruch? So the Shulchan Aruch doesn't mention this. For some reason, although he mentions it in the Beis Yosef, in the Shulchan Aruch itself, which are his you know, cliff notes, so to say, on the Beis Yosef, his long sefer, doesn't say anything about it. He says, it's He brings down all the different milos, but he does not say anything about giving miser or, or, take, or getting wealthy from giving tzedakah. The Ramah says a few things. He says, number one, giving tzedakah makes one wealthy. You can only test Hashem with this. Okay? The Ramah is very clear. His first opinion is that you're allowed to test Hashem with tzedakah. Then he says, and he's quoting the Beis Yosef, only when a person is giving miser, in that case, you could test Hashem. Now with other tzedakahs. Now, what is he talking about? Now, if you tell me it's called, talking about Meiser, Meiser Tevuah, that Malachi was telling them to do. So first of all, why is the Ramah bringing this in Hilchus uh, Tzedakah? We don't care about Meiser Bismanazet, for the most part. Additionally, what does Loi Bishar Tzedakah mean? Other types of Tzedakah. So what all the Achorinim say, what the Ramah means here, is that there's two Shittas. Shitta number one, his Shitta, this is how he paskins. You're allowed to test Hashem with all Tzedakah. Whether a person is giving Maisir Ksafim, what we call Maisir Ksafim, giving 10% of his earnings or not, whether he's giving 40%, whether he's giving a dollar, you're always allowed to test Hashem. Then he has another sheet that, no, you cannot test Hashem with standard tzedakah, only with Maisir Ksafim. But it seems like, according to the Ramah, there's only two opinions, either or Maisir or Maisir Ksafim. He never brings down this, uh, perhaps a third opinion that it only works for actual Maiser Tvua, like the Pasuk in Malachi says. Fine, but the Ramah brings two shitas. Either it works just for Maiser Ksafim or Afilu Bishar Maiseris, all, all other types of Maiser. There's a third shita. The Pischei Tshuva brings down from the Shilas Yaivitz. The Yaivitz has a, very, has a few rayas. I'll mention one of the interesting rayas that the Yaivitz brings. He brings down a Gemara in Shabbos. The Gemara in Shabbos of Kufyur Tes. I'm just trying to find it right here. The Gemara in Shabbos uh, says that that, here we go. The Gemara in Shabbos, the Kufi Des, asks why the Bnei Eretz Yisrael, why, did, why were they wealthy? Ashirim Sheba Eretz Yisrael, Bamahein Zoychin. So the Gemara says, Beshul Shema Asrin, Shenemar Aser Ta'aser, Aser Beshul Shetis Asher, Uvishara Ratzois. And in other countries, why are they wealthy? Now the Gemara should have said, My Sixofim. What does the Gemara say? No, the Gemara says because they they are mechabed Shabbos. That Gemara continues. Right, he gets all different brachos. But why doesn't the Gemara say Ma'aser He gives Ma'aser Ksafim. Everyone, you don't have to live in Eretz Yisrael to get this bracha of Chanuni Nabazais. That is the question of the Yavitz. The Shla Kadesh has the same question, and both the Shla. And the Yavits hold that there is no such thing as testing Akadish Baruch on Maisik Safim. There's no such thing as a guarantee of Ashiras on Maisik Safim. That never happened. It's only limited to the Pasuk in Malachi dealing exclusively with Maisik Tfua. That is the Shita of the Yavits and the Shla. Now, there are different ways to get out of this Raya. There's other Rayas as well. I want to bring down what the Havas Chesed, the Sefer Havas Chesed, was written by the Chavitz Chaim. And he explains, where, where do you see a Makar in Tanakh for this Havtacha of Maisik Safim? If you look in the Gemara, the Gemara is simply, the Gemara in, in Tainis Davtes, 
there's a, there's a discussion between Rav Yochanan and the Yenuka, the, the son of Reish Lakish. And over there, he guarantees him that if you give uh, Meiser, you will become wealthy. And he brings the Pasuk in Malachi. So, the Chavetz Chaim says the following. Without getting into the Lamdas here, from a Halacha Lamaisa standpoint, the way Rabbi Yochanan was talking to Reish Lakish, his son, it had to be that he agreed to his Shita. There's Machlekes, Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish, if Meiser in Eretz Yisrael during the times of the Gemara was that a Chiv der Raisa or a Chiv der Rabbanon, it must be that he was agreeing that it's only a Chiv der Rabbanon because he's guaranteeing him that you're going to get, uh, you're going to see wealth. And according to that opinion, even in the times of Malachi, when Malachi was telling everyone to bring Meiser, you did not have Roy Yishvel, you didn't have Mos Yidin back in Eretz Yisrael. Unfortunately, Mos Yidin did not come back with Malachi. Malachi is Ezra. They did not come back with him, and you did not have a Chiv of Meiser Midar Araisa. So it's only a Chiv Midar Abanan. So the Chavetz Chaim says the following Chiddush, and has many, many ramifications in Halacha. You'll see. He says, what was the Yisoyed of giving Meiser? Meaning, in, 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 in biblical times, you give Meiser to the Levi, what was the point? So he brings down Psukim and Gemaras that you were supporting Tamid Chachamim. The famous Rambam says, Veloy Levi Bilvad, if someone wants to dedicate his life to learn, he is allowed to take funds from the Tibor. You have to understand that Rambam, in light of Hilchas Tamatayra, not to take funds from the Tibor, famous questions in all the Svarim. But Shevet Levi, wasn't, you were not supposed to give it to Stama Levi, you were supposed to give it to a Tamar Chacham, someone who was dedicating his life to learn. That was Meiser on a Deiraisa level. When Malachi and the Chacham came along and said, let's continue this din of Meiser, even Bisman Beis and even in Gaulus, so to say, after the Chorban, when you're living in Eretz Yisrael, this Meiser of a Deirabaran is continuing the Yisoyed of supporting Tamid Chacham. So the Chavetz Chaim says, and don't be mechalic between Meiser Tvua of a Dirabanon and Meiser Ksofim of a Dirabanon. It's the same Yisoyed. The point of Meiser Ksofim is to support Tamidei Chachamim, is to support Yeshivas, uh, Koilim, those that are learning. And therefore, the same way Malachi was guaranteeing Bracha, that this is the Yisoyed of Meiser, of the Torah of Aser B'Shvil Shetes Asher, the same thing would apply when a person is giving Meisik Safim, if he's giving it to support those that are learning Torah, he will also get this bracha of Aser B'Shvil Shetis Asher. This is the Shita of the Chavetz Chaim. It seems to limit it to only when a person uh, gives money to Tamid Chachamim, to those that are learning. But he gives you a reason why, a how we can have Uvechanuni Nabazais on Meisik Safim Bismanazah. Now, he did, he did, so, a few things. The uh, David Oppenheim, we'll get to his tshuva a different time. He has a famous tshuva regarding Meisrik Safim. He says, well, maybe the Chachamim at that point knew that the Yidin outside of Eretz Yisrael did not give Meisrik Safim. They didn't have this, uh, this practice. If you go into the depth of the Chavetz Chaim, it could be that in Eretz Yisrael they already had Meisrik Tavua. Meisrik Tavua, they were giving already to support Tamid Chum, they didn't need this Maisek Safim to support the Tamid Chum. Perhaps. Perhaps that would be the, uh, the answer. He has, the Yavitz is other Rayas, but that, again, either way, you have the Torah, the Beis Yosef, the, sh- the Shulchan Aruch, it doesn't argue, the Ramah, 
and you have the Archa Shulchan, and most Paiskim throughout the Darwis agreed at least to the first sheet, of, I'm sorry, to the second sheet of the Ramah, that by Maisuk Safim a person is allowed to test HaKadosh Barcho. And that's how we pass them. So, so just, just so back then, I saw the, and I just saw they weren't Mechabed the Shabbos, or they were already rich from the Maisuk. Right, so, so you have, so, so when you're learning that Gemara, it's a good question. Whatever the Gemara says, what were they Zaycha for what? Because they were Titus, that means they didn't do any other mitzvahs? Yeah, and you have to know. So they did a special schos. That was the thing that they kept. They kept Shabbos. So if they, the outside of Eretz Yisrael, and if you want to get into the panemius of it, those in Eretz Yisrael didn't need this Kibbutz Shabbos because they already had the Kedushas of Eretz. They already had their Shabbos of land. You can get into all different uh, understandings. It's also very hard to bring a Raya from that Gemara. The Gemara is more of an Agadita Gemara. When you have Kimara, the favorite Gemara in Tainus, the Gemara in Tainus says that that Rabbi Yochanan was guaranteeing this person to get wealthy. It's only Maiser de Rabbanan, so then if, if Maiser softens de Rabbanan, that, that, that will be included. Additionally, Toysus brings a riot from the Sifri. It's not really found in the Sifri, it's found in the Tanchuma somewhere, that the Tanchuma says this Aser, Bishlosha, this Asher goes on Harvacha as well, on cash, but it's definitely a good question, and that's the Ivitz as Raya. That's the, that's the Raya of the Ivitz. Okay, so Halacha la Maiser, yeah. So I want this, this giving money for is not the rice at all. So what we didn't discuss yet, which you, you sort of have to discuss if when you're discussing this, that is, is there a chiv of my sixafim? If you hold there's no chiv at all, then it'd be very hard to say you could test the Kaddish Baruch Hu. It sounds like it has to be some type of chiv. Let's assume for today's discussion that it's a mitzvah de Rabbanan. It's a mitzvah de Rabbanan to give my sixafim. Let's assume for today's discussion. Or it's a minnow that Klaus will always kept based on uh, supporting Tamid HaChachamim, and that's where you have the Aser B'Shoshat Asher. But I will point out, for those that do not give Meiser, based on the fact that, eh, it's only a Minog or something like that, then they probably don't have this guarantee of Aser B'Shoshat Asher. If you look in the Yaivitz, he says, there's no Makar for Meisik Safim, otherwise the people in, in Bada would have given it. So, in a Hanam, it's a very good point that seemingly this conversation is limited to those that hold that, that Meiser is an obligation, whether it's obligatory from a deraisa level, derabana level, or a strong minog that we keep, there has to be some type of chiv, otherwise it'd be very difficult to say aser b'shvil shetis asher. Okay, now there's an obvious question on this whole sugya, and the question is, you see many people, unfortunately, they do give tzedakah, and yet they are not wealthy. So it's a question of what happened. You're supposed to give maiser, aser b'shvil shetis asher. So there are many books of, uh, there are books of people that, are well, that were wealthy, they give a lot of tzedakah, they lost their money. One of them actually said in a, in a public statement that at some point he was making so much money he stopped giving Maiser Ksafim the way it's brought down in Halacha to give. He wasn't counting, he wasn't calculating, he was just estimating. Perhaps that's why. The Aruch HaShulchan asks this question. He says, even if you want to tell me there's 1% that don't, but B'derech Klal, this is something you could rely on, and we don't know the the derech of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, but ruba de ruba de ruba, the Aruch HaShulchan says the person will be matzliach. The derech sicha, this is Reb Chaim Kanievsky, he's, I think he says it in derech Amuna as well, that people do averus that are that are that are choshesh la'anias that bring a person to anias. So if you're doing averus on one side that bring to anias and you're trying you're trying to to equalize it, who knows which one's stronger than the other? But lachare that's a question because. According to our alumnus, the whole hat and the way the Chidduch brings this down is that there would be a risk of So then, if a person does not end up becoming wealthy, maybe he's going to be toya alari shainas. So, the way, the way I understand it, this is based on Rabbi Ari Marburger, the way, he, the way he brings this down, 
he says that perhaps we could, we, could, we could be mechalic between a person viewing his own life versus looking at other people. A person in his own life, the, the way the preacher says it, and the Badi Ashokhan or Five of Cones itself, you'll never come to a situation when you're giving tzedakah that you will be toya alari shainas. Because otherwise there's a risk, and that's why loisin nasin is a shemelekechem. So a person, kol adam, you know, yodea moras nafshay. If a person, taka gave tzedakah, he gave my sixofim, he did it correctly, he gave it to lamdi taira, he gave 10%, he did what he had to do. And he's not wealthy. He knows himself what he's missing, it, what, what he's not doing well in life. That would be a reason why Hashem's punishing him. And he's doing tshuva and he's fighting. He, he's doing all that, all those things. So he himself is not going to be toya ala rishonis because he knows very clear that he, he's messing up. He's talking during davening. Whatever the example is, everyone knows maras nafshay. Versus when you're looking at someone else, no one gave you the right to look at someone else. You, you shouldn't have any cheshbonis that, oh, he made a lot of money, then he lost a lot of money. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe he himself, meaning the guarantee is not that we are going to be, might be toya ala rishonis when it comes to other people. The guarantee was that this person is not going to be toya ala rishonis. He's not going to ask about his mice and toivim because there's a guarantee of tzedakah. I, what happens if he doesn't make money? He will know very clearly why he's not making that money. So based on that, I had the following uh, ha'ara, so to say, on a recent movement where you have people guaranteeing to others that if you give uh, 10%, or they said, you give 20%, then you're for sure going to see the results. He loves that. He loves those organizations. He always goes. Yeah, guarantee. He tells me about it all the time. Yeah, they have a joke. Yeah, this, this, you this. Get extra money, you, get, you get an amulet, and that amulet is going to give you all kinds. Yeah, there was a joke. This, this late... Right. So there was a there was a story that this this lady in Bnei Brak, an eighty year old lady, had a baby. Yeah, she yeah. pressed the wrong button by a coup out of air. Said for a baby, press two. Okay. She had a. She yeah. had. So question is, lechayra based on what the way I'm understanding based on Rabbi Marburger Shlita, that is that if this is something that everyone will know themselves, and how could a person go ahead and guarantee to other people? First of all, you're not God, and second of all. You don't know the whole, the whole, uh, the whole cheshben of it. Okay. But who said it's meiser either? Maybe they didn't do complete meiser. In a chanami, in a yeah, yeah. How, how are you going to know? Maybe the person lost money on that deal. Like, how do you know he's that? He's actually yeah, supposed to give meiser. Yeah. Others say maybe if he stole, that would be a reason why he's not getting the the. He didn't give uh, tzedakah ketikuna. All different types of of uh, of reasons. And I heard recently that there are some poskim that say you have to give a kaddish baruch a few years. That there has to be some timetable. You're not going to see it automatically. Okay. I want to move on to a different, move, move aside to a different uh, whole world. We usually don't do this. We usually don't learn uh, pilpul. There's a, we're going to go to the Beis Medrash of uh, Sochachah, of the Abdinezer. His Talmud wrote the Kli Chemda. Kli Chemda is a beautiful uh, sefer on Chumash, a synthesis of Hasidus, pilpul, and halacha. And we'll come back to this and perhaps we'll, we'll, we'll give a, we'll shed some light on this whole discussion of giving meiser and expecting a bracha back. So, just to introduce the topic. There's a fascinating halacha. This is found, I've got to bring a shulchan This is found, let me just get a, uh, give me 30 seconds, I'll get a, I'll get a shulchan Okay, 
So in Simon Reish Lamed, the Shulchan Aruch, and in, if you have a Mishnah Brewer, it's Chelek Beis. Simon Reish Lamed, towards the end, before he gets into Tefilas Mincha, he discusses different brachas, various brachas that a person would say, and he says the following. He's quoting a Gemara in Tainus Davches, Bav Metziah Dafmen Beis, famous Gemara. Hanichnis Lomoid Es Garnoi, someone's going to count his silo. That means he finished uh, growing his corn, he's going to count. Oimer, he says a special tefillah. That you should give bracha, send bracha into this into the pile. His once he begins to measure, Oimer he says Baruch Hashaleach bracha b'kriyazeh. Blessed is the person that sends. Uh, I mean, sorry, blessed Hashaleach uh, on the person Hakadosh Baruch who sent bracha in this kri. And the final halacha is madar v'achakach beirach. If he already measured, and then he makes the bracha or he davens, harezu tefila shav. It's too late. She'en habracha mitzuya. The bracha will not be found. Ela bedaver has samoy minayin on something that's samoy, that's closed, concealed. The the in parentheses pierced the nelam vein and eretz hidden minayin. Then he's going to get bracha. But if once he already counted, he will not get bracha. Now that's a Gemara. That's a Gemara of Metziah, a Gemara in Tainus. There are two Pshatim in the Gemara, just to go, you know, just to go slowly, step by step. The, the, the classic approach, the Lavush, and, and the Piskei Tshuvas brings this down. The reason why there's no bracha when you already count it is because there's an issue of, of uh, Ayin Hara, so to say, and therefore it has to be Nelam in Ayin. The Aruch has a much more simpler Pshat, now, Hashulchan says a pshat that bracha will not typically be found in a situation where you're asking Hashem for a nace nigla, for an open miracle. So if a person already counted, he has a thousand pounds of corn, he, he, he's asking Hashem for a miracle to now get more pounds of corn, it's an open miracle. If he didn't count yet and he sees more, or than he was thinking originally, that's not an open miracle, it's, it's a korav l'teva, and there a person could ask this t- for this tefillah. Fine, we'll get back to the Aruch HaShulchan soon. The, when the Rambam brings this down, the Kesef Mishnah says, by the way, this bracha, Baruch HaShalech, Bracha Bakriyazeh, if you look in the Ritva, the Ritva quotes the Ramban and many other Rishonim, that you say the bracha b'shem u'malchas, Baruch HaTah Hashem, Elokeinu Melech HaElam, HaShalech, Bracha Bakriyazeh, the Avudraham explains, the same way we say, HaMoytzi Lechem in Aretz, the one who took bread out of the earth, you're saying, HaShalech, Hashem already sent Bracha in this Kri. And the Ramban is bothered by the fact that, we learned last week already, you're not, you're not allowed to make brachas on things that you don't know are going to happen, you're not sure if it's going to happen. How could you, this is even worse, you're saying Hashem already sent the Bracha in my pile. How, how can you say a bracha? You, you don't even know if, if there's going to be bracha here. So the Ramban writes, and this is quoted by the El Yaraba, the Mishabur brings this down as well, that we're talking exclusively, you can only make this bracha by someone who's, ca- who's measuring his grain to separate miser. He's going to separate miser, so he's counting, the corn is not a good example, but let's say he's counting his, his, um, his wheat, he has to give miser on it, as he starts counting, he's allowed to make a bracha, and he can make the bracha b'shem u'malchus, baruch atah Hashem alekinu malachelam, hashileach, the one who already sent bracha b'kriyazeh. How do you know you're going to get a bracha from it? The Ramban says it's guaranteed. 
Aser b'shul shetes asher. It's guaranteed you're going to see bracha in this Kree. That's the Shita of the Ramban. The El Yerabah says it as well. And the Mishaburah passes like that as well. So many things that we're going to take out of this. Number one, if you look in the Levush, the, the, the El Yerabah, when he brings this down, he says, you didn't even count, you didn't even give Meiser yet. You simply started the mitzvah. You started the mitzvah of counting to give Meiser. That already gives you the bracha. So perhaps there are people that can't afford to give Meiser. We'll bring this down from other Achranim as well. They, they really, an Aniye Ircha comes first, Beisecha comes first. But if they separate Meiser and then they have a separate account, then they end up using it for themselves. They also did something of a mitzvah of this minig of Meiser Ksafim. Okay, that's the psak of the Shulchan Aruch and the Mishnah Bura. Now I have two questions on this, and then we'll go to the Klichanda. We didn't get to the Klichanda yet. Two questions on this. Question number one, when I learned the Gemara, we'll say Balabatish, you learned the Gemara in Tainis, you learned the Psukim in Malachi, and in fact the Radak actually says this, when Malachi is telling them that you're going to get bracha adabli dai, if you look in the Psukim, it sounds like next year, right? The Radak says it's going to rain a lot, meaning you give Meiser now, and next year it's going to rain, and next cycle you'll get the bracha. It seems like the Ramban is saying even now, right away you're going to see the bracha. You don't have to wait until next year. Okay, that's question number one. Question number two, we just learned from the Chavetz Chaim himself and the Sefer Avas Chesed, the Ramah, the Torah, the Beis Yosef, the Prisha, the Aruch HaShoch, and we all paskin that you're allowed to test HaKadosh Baruch Hu with Maisek Sof and Bezman and... What does that mean? That means there's a guarantee of Aser B'Shul Shetis Asher, otherwise I would not be able to test the Kaddish Baruch Hu. So how come no one brings this down? Okay, when you say no one brings it down, you have to be confident. I looked around. I haven't seen anyone, any Svarim bringing down that we should say this same Yerat. So let's say a person owns a car wash, okay? Usually a person counts. He knows what's going on in his business. But let's say a person had no clue. The, the Chayadim says when you're counting inventory, you should also say the Yerat. But don't say with Shem Omachus, with, you know, with a bracha, because it's not Meiser Tavua. What, what about Meiser Ksafim? Let's say a person has a car wash, he has no clue how many cars, he has an automatic car wash, no clue how many cars came in that day. He might have thousands of clients because they're doing construction on some street. He has no clue. When he's taking out his, his, uh, his, his, uh, his cash, his cash box, and he's counting it, and he, if he counts it L'shem to give Meiser Ksafim, why don't we say that he should get the same bracha, and he can make the baracha to Hashem, ha-shaleach bracha b'kriyazeh, in this, in this cash. So I have two questions. Now, I don't have any real solid answer right away, but I'm going to take a journey with the klichemda, and hopefully we could see Epis. Maybe you'll help me to get something Epis of a Mahalach. Okay, so the klichemda, Kedarker Bekoidish, he's in Parshat Tetzaveh, I'm sorry, Parshat Vayakel. So there's a lot going on in the klichemda, but I'll try to say it clearly. The Targum Yonison of Ayakel says, and he brings down a medrash, I think, believe it's a medrash as well, that the Shemen Zayis, the oil that was used to light the menorah in the base of Mikdash, came from the Anonim, it came from the clouds, or Moshe Rabbeinu brought it down from Shemayim. Because there was no olives in the desert, that was the Shemen Zayis that they used. So the Klichanta asks, but Derech Pilpul, Halacha is, you have to use Shemen Zayis Zach, or you have to use that for the menorah in the base of Mikdash. How, is a question, how could they have used oil from Shemayim 
If that's not called Shemen Zayazach, and he brings a raya from the Gemara Menachis, the Gemara Menachis says regarding lech, the Shtei Alechem on Shavuos, that if wheat fell down from the heavens, many places can bring this down today in the question of, of uh, making synthetic meat or the like, there's a Fleshix, if you have uh, a clone, all, all the Shilas, they're trying to base it based on this Gemara. The Gemara says if you have wheat that came down from heavens, you grind it up and make, and make flour out of it, you cannot use that for the Shtei Alechem because it says, it has to come from and not from heavens. So L'chaira, the oil that was used in the Beis HaMikdash, in the Midbar, would be puzzle for, would be puzzle for the, uh, the, 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 the Menaira, because it wasn't Shemen Zayas, it's oil coming from heavens, it doesn't have the, the character traits of Shemen Zayas. And you can start thinking about Hilchas Brachos, let's say you have uh, bread that came from heaven, would that be Hamoitzi, how could you say Hamoitzi Lechem in Aretz, and that is Mashman the Gemara Menachas. So he wants to say the following Yisoyed, he brings a Taz. The Taz, trying to answer the Beis Yosef's question, the famous Beis Yosef's question on Hanukkah, for those that don't remember, you have eight nights of Hanukkah, the nace, the miracle, the way we understand it was that the oil that was only enough, sufficient for one day, lasted for eight days. So the, the nace, the miracle, was seven days. So how come we have eight days of Hanukkah? So if you ever go to a Hanukkah Masiba, someone has an answer. There's a saver called Ner Lamea with a hundred answers on this. And um, Rabbi Heshi Zeltzer's father. So you have the question of where do you, why, why is there a miracle of eight days? So the Taz says, the following is side. He says that there's a difference between a nace, a miracle, and a bracha. We know from the Psukim in the beginning of Malachim Beis with Elisha, the Psukim tell us there was Isha Achas, who Rashi says was the, uh, I'm sorry, the, the, they say was the wife of Avadia. Yeah, Rashi says Isha's Avadia Haisa. You lost me? Anybody here? Everyone's sleeping? Is it you or me? 